0: Hello everybody, welcome to RPG Cast episode 399. One from one four hundred for October 1st, 2016, Chris Privateer here hosting the show again. i have taking the show back from the usurper Marie Privateer.
1: Mwahahaha.
0: Also joining me Kelly Ryan.
2: I, for one, welcome our new Podcast Overlord.
0: Oh, well. <laughs> fine. Then you do it, Anna. Nah. All right. <laughs> uh, Alice should be joining us later, I think. Uh, and that's it. That's all we got for you this week. So we'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Bye. Anna, what are you been playing this week?
1: Um, I.
0: We were out in Vegas. Yeah, we were in Vegas. Do so you play any slot machines? Uh, No. Even and some that you didn't tell me about. Yeah, no. How much money did you lose? <laughs> None. Oh. Um, Everyone at home is disappointed right now. I just want you to know. I that. went
1: looking for my favorite slot machine, which is a Star Trek slot machine, because it has, um, it actually has like a login system across all the machines, and so as you play, you gain rank, and so. I like playing that one because I progressed through stuff. And you couldn't
0: find it. I couldn't find it. It makes me sad.
1: So I uh, I had to do with Solitarica on the iPad, which I've talked about You've before. You've played
0: so much Solitarica. I know.
1: I've I've now completed the game with half of the decks. Jeez.
0: That's a lot of decks.
1: Yep. So, and I'm working on the fifth one, Yeah, I think fifth. Um, So for those who missed out on the episode, I talked about it. um, It's a progression-based solitaire game. Um, It's a single discard pile solitaire, so you have to build up or down from the number that's on top. Um, They're roguelike runs, so you kind of start over. um, But you do uh, get to save up gems, and gems make your deck better, or you let you carry more items. Um, There is a fair amount of randomness to the game because what modifiers a boss might have can be completely different from Run to Run. You face 18 bosses, but I think there's 22 in the game, so there's a little bit of variety in who you face. Um, And yeah, it's just a really fun game, if you like Solitaire. Um, And other than that, I finally finished the main story of uh, Ace Attorney: Spirit of Justice. So Ooh, yeah, give me that my 3ds case. back.
0: Give me my 3ds
1: back. No, because a my... DLC case just came out, uh, so I have to go back and play that. I'm never also getting my 3ds back. The first Asinine Attorney. So there are two sort of ridiculous stories that are, you are not donkeys canon. or
0: something. Why? Is... Um,
1: no. So the one that I played, um, Pearl is trying to convince everybody that she's the princess of Karain.
0: Uh crying or crying
1: crying which oh. is the country that you go visit
0: oh so how's that work
1: um it's ridiculous oh which is why it's asinine attorney got it and yeah the ending is just makes you face palm a little does it? um since i was done the main story of spirit of justice i jumped into dragon quest 7 and so my tts was about 90 minutes
0: and for those at home...
1: Time to slime.
0: Ah.
2: Isn't that shrine so much better than in the original?
1: I don't even remember that that shrine in the original, which probably means I desperately wanted to put it out of my mind. The first thing that I remember doing in Dragon Quest Seven is going to the village where there was no women. <laughs> and so, yes, whatever horrible memories that I had regarding um, that that shrine were completely wiped from my mind, and I think that's probably a good thing. So I got a little stuck up in the volcano because I didn't want to grind, which means I didn't have enough money to buy all of the good equipment that I kind of needed. Um, so I died a couple times and just kept going to retain my levels, um, which is not the efficient way to do it. And at the moment, I am... Somewhere where the animals have been turned into humans and the humans have been turned into animals.
2: Oh yes, that area. That's that's probably my favorite village in the game because <laughs> of just of how fun it is.
1: So, and uh, I jumped out you- into the cave, but I got pounced on, and my main character got killed. Um and. The problem is, is that particular village, because the priest has been turned into an animal, you can't rez. So you have to go all the way back to the present time. And since it was my main character that died, I didn't have Zoom. Oh, so, no. <laughs> I, I
2: was going to gonna say, it, it, it's awesome that you get Zoom in that version of the game so
1: early you in do. the game. And it, I was so and excited it, when I saw that.
2: And it just it makes traveling, getting around the world, so much easier because that is a huge game.
1: Well, and it's one mana. Yeah, I don't and remember one how mana. cheap it was before, but I, yeah, it's nice because I zipped around everywhere as soon as I got it and like did a bunch of story stuff. So that was really cool. Um, how is your Dragon Quest Seven going?
2: I, I'm pretty far in, and I'm liking how the game just seems much better paced. I'm in the village where uh, you. I'm in the second village where you come in, and everybody's turned to stone. And then there's some drama stuff going on with a guy in a herb garden and a fiance. And if you remember the original at all, probably not. No. Um I. I also just recently finished the island where you were fighting robots.
1: Ooh, nice! So wait, yeah. do you revisit the island where everybody's turned to stone? There's another one. Oh, there's a second one.
2: Yeah. Ooh, I didn't remember that. Cool. Okay. So I, I'm annoyed. The only one thing I'm annoyed about though is that they didn't bump up where you get the All Trades Abbey. A couple of islands, I don't know why they didn't have that It'd be like one or two, but
1: yeah, I mean i don't I'm not sure how close I am.
2: Uh, I'm not sure how close I am either. I thought I was getting to it, and apparently not,
1: wow, okay,
2: so I, I mean, guess it'll get there.
1: I don't feel yeah. like I should be grinding yet because I'm gonna want to grind when I get jobs, but and now i've put myself in a position where i feel like i am rather badly under leveled for the content that i'm doing so what level are you
2: i want to say about 18 or 19
1: okay i'm like i've got 11 and 12 got, so
2: actually no i not, not even that i'm like 14
1: oh so 15, maybe i'm like not he, that far behind you
2: yeah and, and i have done a lot of grinding but i've grown more for money than Necessarily levels because um, gotcha. the town, the town, I, the town I'm at right now has the edged boomerangs, and I really like using Ooh. boomerangs as equipment because you hit everybody, you
1: hit everything. Yep.
2: Yeah, but they're kind of expensive, and your yep. money's a little drops at just a meager pace. Yep. So.
1: All right. Well. Yeah. So well.
2: I'm I'm, gl- I'm glad you started it because I'm enjoying this game so much. It's the it's the RPG experience that I've been craving for a while.
1: Yeah, I mean the the start is horribly, dreadfully slow. Um, but at least it's not three or four hours slow like it used to be. So uh,
2: yeah, I mean I liked it it kind of got right into the game. Immediately I mean, not really immediately, but it, it seemed like it was just so much better paced.
1: Yes. So I mean, Dragon Quest games outside of the first couple have always been kind of slow to take off. So, mm-hmm. I mean, I I think I went in with an understanding that it was going to be slow, but oh, it's still really slow. So, how's your while been going? Because we haven't played it all this week.
2: Um, I finished my class order haul mm-hmm. main campaign. So, I got slot unlocked, and I've been trying to slowly get my different pieces of uh, hunter gear for that main set. The only piece I have left to get is the shoulders, and that's the one where you have to be exalted with the Nightfallen.
1: Yeah, Seraphim Kitten hit exalted with the Nightfallen this week and then found out that he still can't progress this Nightfallen story.
2: Um, I think you have to beat... The emerald nightmare
1: yep you have to beat Xavius yeah the story
2: and that wing that wing's not open yet
1: correct so, so it's going to be he was oh, a little I frustrated know. about that I think
2: yeah I don't like how slow that campaign goes because like when you get the um, emissary quest for Dalaran or for the Cairn tour and you get to pick a faction to get rep with that what the Nightfall one is half what the other ones are
1: Ooh, lame.
2: Yeah, and I know that that's probably deliberate because they want you to keep going on that campaign for the longest time, but it just seemed very like, why are you dragging this out, Blizzard? But, and not only that, I'm going to want to get exalted and finish that storyline with the Nightfallen because in patch 7.1, there's going to be a mana saber mount that you get for finishing that quest, for, for finishing the entire Suramar story. Hmm. And, I mean, it looks a little bit different than the store
1: one. Interesting.
2: Yeah. So, I am so. I mean, I'm glad that they're coming out with that so, cause so that I don't have to pay 25 bucks for the Mana Saber. Because the Mana Saber came out when they decided that they weren't going to do flying. And I didn't want to give them money at that point. Because I was mad about that. So... Now I can get a Mana Saber guilt-free.
0: It looks like the Rune Saber, you mean? Correct. Oh, it's all glowy and purpley and stuff? Yeah. Cool.
2: Yeah, it's, it's really cool looking. And because I have uh, a Mana Saber as my hunter pet and as my secondary pet, you can... Uh, Change the wolf that you get as a Beastmaster to whatever skin you want, so I can just roll up with an entire posse of Mana Sabers.
0: <laughs> there you go.
2: <laughs> yeah. Mana Saber posse.
1: <laughs>
2: <clears throat> but that, that, and that, that's pretty much all I've been doing in WoW, other than uh, I did the first Wing of Nightmare. This week in LFR, there's a kind of a reskin of Cthulhu in
0: that. <laughs> and is that an important thing to you, Anna? Maybe. Maybe. Okay.
1: So, what have you been playing, Chris?
0: The, um egg ink on my phone mostly. Um, so, just, so that's just an idle game where you <laughs> grow eggs a lot. Uh, and you tap in it I've been you know we went to Vegas for a work conference for me and yeah I just haven't had time to play games
1: <sighs> you played a little bit of Pokemon
0: a little bit on the plane yeah mm-hmm. um the well no, I played Omega Ruby right yep so um I think I got through another gym and some plot line with the vil- the villain in that game and then didn't make much other progress But, uh, yeah, trying to get psyched up for Pokemon Sun and Moon. And, uh, you know, we've got it pre-ordered, but, yeah, I don't know. I'm trying to figure out if I should play any more Omega Ruby or if I should just put it down and and save myself for the the Pokemon to come.
2: (laughs) I'd recommend playing more Omega Ruby just because I think that that's probably my favorite game in the series right now. Mm -hmm. And, I mean... The original Ribby and sapphire were my favorite Pokemon games period, so the fact that there's even an even better version of those I just I couldn't get enough of that game well,
0: but that's me no that's that's fair maybe i'll maybe I'll put some <laughs> more time into it I, I was trying to get through it real fast, just trying to burn through the ba- badges and stuff, and it's just taking longer than I expected it to so yeah, I don't know. Uh, also that and uh i've got all these powerful pokemon that they've given over the past year and so i've got all these like level 50 starters and stuff and i should be blown through things but none of them will listen to me because i've only got three badges so um that makes it harder to breeze through the game (sighs) i know they do it on purpose but it's still frustrating for me so
2: and there's a new one to download today
0: a new oh a new pokemon yeah yeah but it's a a caldeo right is that even a very strong Pokemon?
2: Um, The yes. special ones that they've had all year start out at, like, level 100.
0: Okay, so they still won't listen to me. <coughs> and, yeah. And on top of that, I mean, are they really... I don't know. Yeah, all right. Fair enough.
2: I mean, they're just to complete your collection. I don't think any useful, but I have a complete Pokedex, so... Or except for those special event ones. So I've been downloading those pretty much all year. Yeah. Is yeah. it time for the news?
0: It is. It is time for the news. <laughs> news. Alright, so, <laughs> so <laughs> Square Enix announced this week that they want to print money.
1: With the Final Where's Fantasy the trading winning?
0: card game. I don't know. Like a, uh, I guess they they wanted to literally print money now. So uh, they have a I trading see. card game coming out October 28th. Um, yes, like a collectible card game.
1: Like a physical one.
0: Yeah. No, it's not Tetramaster, So everyone could just collectively go, what the hell, guys? And uh, I don't know what they're thinking. So I guess it's been out in Japan for a while, right?
1: I seem to recall this being mentioned by Gaijin at some point.
0: I mean, it must have been because they were localizing it, so, yeah. Uh,
2: The art on the cards is pretty wicked, though.
0: FFTradingCardGame.com is where you can go to find out about it. They've got a whole YouTube video explaining how to play it. Well, they've got one YouTube video explaining how to play it, Um where do you buy it, and when yeah, do you buy it? Yeah, six
1: years after its original release in Japan, the FFTCG is finally coming to Europe in a stunning new europe
0: addition. Europe? Europe? Yep. Well, who cares? We're not in Europe. I, uh,
1: I don't see any... This, I mean, this, this October has, 28th date, I don't know what territories that
0: is. Yeah, it just says October 28th. If you go on the website and click where to buy... No it says info. coming
1: soon. If you go to product info, it says coming, coming soon. Coming soon.
0: You can download the rules PDF, though.
1: Hooray.
0: <laughs> it's full color. Can see then out. I oh, definitely
1: you're... want to print it.
2: Yeah. Uh, get I don't your know. Blue, blue eyes, white sepper off.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> that joke works so well. X. <laughs> <laughs> Ultimecia
0: is, is like Exodia, right?
2: You activated my trap, Chocobo.
1: <laughs> I'm writing that down. You activated my trap, Chocobo.
0: I just want to know what the card I got a good feeling does for you. Is that a real card? No, but it should be.
1: Okay. Um, so Yakuza Zero is getting a physical edition.
0: It's going business, Going all business all the time.
1: So, is this actually called the Business Edition? Yes, yes, it's
0: called the Business Edition. All right. Let me tell you about the Business Edition. You get a stainless steel business card holder with three Kazuma Kiryu cards in it.
1: No. Yes. There's one Kazuma Kiryu card. Oh. There's one cabaret card. And oh. there's one card for the girls that you can date.
0: Oh, beautiful.
1: It's like, it's the card for the club that you can visit. Okay.
0: But yeah, it's, it's so the, the business card holder is all decorated with like a dragon on one side and some sort of demon mask on another.
1: So um, this is the one that um, it's set before the, the first game. This is how Kazuma Kiryu became Yakuza, right?
3: I don't know.
0: I haven't played Jack once, a one, so I don't even know how I mean, that works. Because, I mean,
1: you look at the business cards, and it says technical, or he says he's a real estate agent.
0: Tachibana real estate. Yeah. But listen, Kiryu's been a lot of things, Anna.
1: I know, he's a taxi driver <laughs> in the one that we're playing. Yeah. <laughs> so,
0: so, I don't know do what you. do you want to
1: get this business edition, Chris? Ah. <sighs>
0: How about we finish the one we've got Okay. and then buy this if we ever, like, finish it?
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, okay. Yakuza Zero is a prequel story chronicling young Kiryu and Majima as they get caught up in the Yakuza power struggle. It's not coming out until next year, so we've no. got time to finish the okay, other
0: one. Okay, good. Good. Because we're behind. Yes. In a great many things. Isn't Yakuza 6 supposed to come out this year, too? Um, Or has that also been delayed?
1: I feel like that's also... Yakuza 6 release date... 2016? Hang on. Uh...
0: Simon is very upset about Yakuza 6. Yeah,
1: so the Japanese release date is December 8th, 2016. I'm oh, okay. I'm not sure that not, this. No, no idea when we're getting. Was it. officially announced oh, yeah, in North it was. America yet. Yeah, it was. Are you sure?
0: Yeah. Um,
1: I'm not sure about that.
0: Yakuza 6, North. America. Okay. I don't know. You got me. I I thought I remembered this being announced. I guess it was zero.
1: Alright. So, um.
0: Ugh. Hey. So
1: how do you like Wasteland?
0: Uh Wasteland is amazing. How do you um, like Wasteland too? Uh that's that's the only one I've played. Okay. Would you back a Wasteland three? Uh, uh I don't think I need to back a game that had a successful installment already. Why would I need to do that? They should be funding it themselves.
1: Well, they're they're going to fig. <sighs>
0: Well, it's in Exile, and the, every game they do now, they get backed. Uh, they've been doing the Shadow Ring games and stuff. And right. So it makes sense. They're going to, well, it makes sense from their internal logic that they're going to ask for backing on this one as well. And, uh, yeah, so they're going to, on the Fig, which is the Double Fine one, right?
1: Yeah, so this is the platform um, that Double Fine and a bunch of other companies got together and made, and basically it takes a smaller cut than Kickstarter, yeah. but functions the same way. So, if successfully funded, Wasteland 3 will be PC, Mac, Linux, PS4, and Xbox One. Um, the campaign begins October 5th, so that's kicking off this week on Wednesday. Um, no release dates. Yeah, of course not. Of any kind.
0: And whatever they give you will be delayed by a year. But the the plans here are to do technical improvements over Wasteland 2, including like synchronous and asynchronous multiplayer. Which um, that's cool. Uh, so that's what um the game we were playing at Pax. Was yeah, Divinity doing. does that. Yeah. yeah. So it's weird. <laughs> I, I I don't know that I like that model of multiplayer where you don't get to experience part of the game because um, your friend, co-worker, spouse, whatever is running around ruining things for you on the other side of the map. But you know whatever. Uh, it it certainly is a thing. <laughs> so speaking of. Um. No, wait. Games. Kelly, are you into Wasteland games? Are you into Fallout games?
2: Not really. I've never been able oh. to really get into any of the Fallout series. Okay. I thought about getting three just to try it out, but that's vastly different than the yeah, originals. Well,
0: yeah, Wasteland is more like the originals.
2: Yeah. All
0: right. Cool. So, Kingdom Kong Deliverance, you were about to say, Anna? Yeah, because that's another...
1: Um, crowdfunded game. Oh, is it? Yes. Um, so so they is... announced this week that um, Deep Silver is going to handle physical and digital distribution of the PS4 and Xbox One,
0: and the physical and PC. the
1: physical PC. Yep. So if you back this game, you are still getting a digital PC copy, and that will be handled by Warhorse Studios themselves. So this is an open-world RPG taking place.
0: This was a kickstarted open-world RPG. Yeah. And now they've brought in a publisher because I think their, their scope on this one's been pretty big. Um, they're going super hyper-realistic. It's set... What are they? From Poland? Wherever Bohemia is. Yeah. And it's like they actually modeled the real landscape of their country. And that's where the game takes place. So you can go and find things and then go find it in real life. Um, yeah.
1: That's cool. So, um they are still on track to release at some time in twenty seventeen, but nothing more specific than that right now.
0: Yep. And they were shown off the armor system. They had videos up on the site a couple of weeks ago and they were showing it off at of PAX and Yeah. A lot of a lot of very heavy realism in this thing. So I I'm interested to find out if the game actually ends up being fun. Um but they did show off like tons of stuff at like E three as well, like becoming a monk for a week in order to infiltrate something and do something the the stealthy way. And yeah. So, and you have to actually go and do your, your daily devotions and all that stuff.
1: Yeah. So we didn't cover this, um, back a month ago when PAX actually happened, but there was a Dragon Quest seven panel at PAX West. Yeah. And one of the questions that, um, Fujimoto got asked was, Hey, what about Dragon Quest 10? And his answer was, well, if we get enough requests about it, we'll we'll look into it. Mhm. Um so if you but want Square
0: Enix, is, can that's their standard response though. I
1: know. But I mean at the same time they also finally realized, in part thanks to Nintendo, that hey, people actually want Dragon Quest seven three DS.
0: I don't know if that's it, because Dragon Quest Eight sold well. It's not like they're new to this idea.
2: I don't know. 10 is the MMO, right? Yep.
1: Yeah. It's on Wii, Wii U, PC, Android, iOS, 3DS, and is also coming to the NX.
2: It's like, could, I mean, could that MMO even, like, scratch the surface here?
0: I, I have my doubts. Because, man, it's going to be so expensive to localize an MMO and then. I mean,
1: mm. the problem is, is what systems and do you it's put a subscription-based MMO too. Yeah, I mean, it's it's like wow, where you have to pay for it, you have to pay for the base game and the expansions, and then you're also paying monthly. Although I think it's less than.
0: Wow. I mean, Square Enix has proven they're the only company who knows how to do that anymore. That's <laughs> true.
1: I mean, eleven and fourteen still have enough subscriptions that it's worthwhile to continue running them, mm-hmm. which is kind of wild considering that eleven is third years old
0: yeah, yeah it's a bit long in the tooth
1: i want to say it's like 15 in japan too yeah because you started with RP Gamer in 2003 when you met
0: yeah so i mean it's at least a year older than that yeah because of japan
1: yep i mean yeah I, I mean the other problem is is again what systems do you put something like this on the, the wii
0: u and the pc
1: um, not the 3DS, not Android or iOS.
0: No, not. First of all, you can't do it on Android and iOS because it's a controller-based game. It's not going to work.
1: But it's already available on the Android It is and iOS. not. Yes. No. Who said that? It's not out on iOS. Yeah. Dragon Quest Ten marches its way to iPhone oh, and they iPad. Oh, we probably this covered winter, it, too. September ninth, 2013.
0: All right. So what you do what you do well ugh. so the way this stuff works and ugh, and it's probably cross-platform on all of those things isn't it um
1: n- i want to say there are some
0: okay well i i can't answer this without knowing what the platform breaks down are right um if there are breaks then you do the most re- modern and most likely to actually have sales break and you worry you don't worry about the other ones um I mean, there there are going to make it on the NX in Japan. So I say you target NX and whatever other versions it's tied into with the NX version. So if that's PC and Wii U, then you do them as well. Well, hold on. Maybe you don't release a Wii U version here. <laughs> Save a little bit of money and not do that. Um, I don't know. Uh, you think the 3DS version would be important here?
2: Doesn't the 3DS version just stream the... Other versions? Not even. Yeah,
0: Yeah, the no. It sounds like a support nightmare for very little gain. I think you put it out on NX and PC and see how it does.
1: And then kind of decide where to go from there. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, the, the Android market is a lot less splintered than it is in the rest of the world. Actually, let me rephrase that. The Android market is a lot less splintered in Japan. Than it is when you consider it worldwide, hmm. or even in just North America, I need to sneeze.
0: I just <laughs> I'm trying to think about how do you do an iOS and android? I don't know I don't know how those ports work so yeah. i can't I can't even answer that so would you like
2: to I add- mean as as much as I would want to at least give this game a go, I cannot see it doing well in this market at all.
1: Mhm. All right, so how about more Kickstarter stuff?
0: Oh, okay, Kickstarter, check! It's just one game this week. It's called Vigilantes, and it's a turn-based tactical RPG. So Anna's paying attention now, right?
1: Yeah, except it's kind of... it's weird. Um, you play someone who basically is trying to work in the underbelly.
0: They're trying to work in the what?
1: They're trying to... So, this is all, like, gang and cartel-based. Oh, okay. So, you're the good guy trying to make the rest of the city good guys, which, that story doesn't really resonate with me.
0: So, they've got a prototype gameplay video up on their Kickstarter page, so you can go check it out. All they want is $5,619, so I assume this is translated.
1: Oh, yeah, because it's 5,000 pounds.
0: Yeah, so, uh, let's see, uh, Vigilantes is a crime-themed, turn-based tactical RPG for Windows, Mac, and Linux. Uh, they're going to kick it forward because why not? Um, They've got a demo you can download, and I guess let's get into the important stuff. For one pound or more, you get uh, police band access. Thanks for your support. You receive a pack of digital wallpapers and campaign updates right to your inbox. Uh, The minimum amount to get a copy of the game is, let's see, they've only got a handful left, but it's eight pounds. Um, and then after that, it'll be 10 pounds. And then on the other end of the scale, we've got for 1,000 pounds, which is about 1125 in US dollars, executive producer, all previous rewards except perk plus your name, prominently displayed as an executive producer in the credits. That includes campaign updates, digital wallpapers, 10 Steam keys, 10 standalone downloads. Um, Wait, how does that? Okay, whatever. Uh, access to alpha and beta builds. Your name added to criminal name database in the game. A deadstone steam key, whatever that is. Uh, your name added to backer section of the credits. It's peer as an NPC in the game, and you are credited as an executive producer. So if you want to get in there, go for it. Um, I, I'm still trying to understand how you have 10 sep standalone downloads when... I mean, what, they're, they're, they have DRM? I mean, because otherwise you could just make as many copies as you want, so what does that mean? It's but... ten keys,
1: so for keys, you and nine buttons. No,
0: there's ten Steam keys and then ten standalone downloads. Oh. So what are they using for this other system? Um, GOG or <laughs> Humble? Maybe. No Humble, no, Humble doesn't do DRM.
1: Yes, that's the idea. It's standalone, as in DRM free. Yeah, but
0: then you wouldn't be only limited to ten. You'd have as many as you want. You see, Getting my friends? There? No, I get that you, but there's no way to limit you just to ten. If it's DRM-free and it's standalone download, you download a hundred, and it can't stop you.
1: No, but some people are a little more honest than that. It turns out.
0: <laughs> so it's just it's just honor based. You have ten standalone downloads. Aren't yes. Right? Okay. So, sounds good. I I can respect that. I just don't understand it. All right. So that's vigilantes. Go check it out. We got the video up on our site and. Uh, it's, you can see the link to the Kickstarter project and see if you want to back it. All right. Now some brief stories. You ready for this, Anna?
1: Um, so there's costumes coming to Persona 5.
0: And so, so many sales. They had so many sales. They had lots of sales. They sold a lot of copies. They sold, copies. Five, what was it, 555? Five, I don't know. Was yeah, it over five half a million, million? Or over half a million. Over okay. half a million. All right. And so they've got... Sp- Costume sets for all the Persona games now, it seems like. Well,
1: and uh, sales of PS4 shot up like 3,900% the week that Persona 5 came out or something crazy like Mm -hmm. that. So there is um, a swimsuit set. Mm -hmm. So you can wear your beach clothing all the time. Um, And then there is a Catherine set.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, And yeah, it's people that are all dressed up like Catherine stuff, including... Morgana is dressed up like a ram, like a sheep.
2: Aww, it is awesome. Who has the heart, boxers?
1: Um, is it the protagonist? Nobody does.
2: Aww, they missed an opportunity there. I know.
1: Um, The girl with the pigtails is, of course, dressed up like Catherine.
0: That makes well, which Catherine? C. Hmm. Well, who's dressed up is K.
1: Um, the girl with the glasses and the long hair.
0: Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah. All right. Yep. But she doesn't have long hair in this picture.
1: No, because it's short in her Catherine
0: uniform. Yeah, Because... Yeah. yeah, there's nobody with boxers. That's very disappointing. I know.
1: And then there's also going to be a set of Shin Megami Tensei If costumes. And a... What is
0: If again? Is that one That's of the... That's the teams? iOS game. Oh, Really?
2: Um, no, If was the sequel to is kind of the alternate universe sequel to or Shin Megami Tensei 1. Oh, what? what am I thinking yeah. of then? I... Okay. You might be thinking one of the MMOs but that was Imagine.
1: Okay, yes, I am.
2: So yeah, There's,
1: uh, um, there's a set so of confusing. Revelations Persona costumes.
0: Which is the first Persona game.
2: Yeah. And if you want to get technical, if was kind of the prequel to Persona because it took place in the school. <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. <laughs> cool. Fun, fun. So in the Persona in the first Persona game, the kitty cat is dressed up as I think a fairy and same in the second one? Or is it a butterfly? Cuz butterfly is a theme back then, isn't it?
1: Yeah. Yeah. So in Persona 2 Morgana's dressed up like some sort of SM butterfly. And then, and then the
0: third one, she's I guess She's I guess, of course. And then the fourth one, she's Teddy. <laughs> yeah. Which is just weird, but...
1: I like the fact that um, in the Persona 4 costume set, everyone's wearing glasses. Mm-hmm. It's very... Yep. I very just like that little touch. Um. So there is going to be um, an item set of some you sort? You have to buy all this crap, yeah, right? Yeah, so these are all purchasable. Ugh. So there's an Orpheus and Orpheus Thief
0: They want like set. $8 for these things. Yeah. A piece. Yeah. And then, and then they start selling skins for your personas themselves yep. for 3 bucks three a piece. So
1: Orpheus and Orpheus Thief, Ugh. Thanatos and Thanatos Thief, Izanagi and Izanagi Thief, and then oh. Magatsu
0: Izanagi. And then there's a, a set of casual clothes available uh-huh. and a decal, or as Anna likes to call them, a decal. Or the cat van.
1: <laughs> cat girl.
0: The cat bus.
1: Oh, the cat van. I think I said cat man. I'm no, like, cat no, bus. we gone as a girl.
0: Yeah. Okay. There you go. There's...
1: Ugh. Oh, of course. And then there's, like, theme sets.
0: <laughs> no, I'm done. This was for, supposed to be a brief. For your PS4. This is supposed to be a brief, and we didn't even get the Catherine briefs. That's all I've got to say there. Lost Odyssey is now Xbox One compatible. But it's disc only. What? There's no... DLC. There's no download. <laughs> they don't know how to make right a download now. that big. <laughs> <laughs> Remember, it was okay. like 85 discs or something. <laughs> Tyranny. Well, uh, oh, go ahead.
2: Luckily you can um you could probably find a copy of that for fairly cheap.
0: Oh, Lost Odyssey? Yeah. I think Brandon stole mine. I gotta go harass them for it.
2: I, I think like two years ago it was like 16 bucks. So, unless it, the game's gotten super popular in the past,
0: You're probably just paying for all the discs at this point. It's like in yeah. those old copies of Windows XP that you can install by floppy. Um, yeah. It's just a box of floppies. Um, yeah. All right. So, let's see. Metronomicon came out. That is a rhythm RPG mashup available on Steam. Uh, how does this one work again? Is this like DDR? But yeah, it is like DDR and it's an RPG somehow. So figure that out. Uh, I'll have to check that out later. Masquerada is out. This is like the Baldur's Gate style one with the magic masks. And it's like very mature style themes. And
3: I
1: played this at PAX. So go uh, check out my PAX video.
0: Very pretty art style. Yeah, go check out our PAX video of it. Um, you should probably check this out if you're into those kind of three-quarter overhead view, Baldur's Gatey type things
1: deus ex got some no it, mankind divided got some dlc yeah
0: deus ex mankind divided is the full name of the game but Yes. yeah um so system rift helps, yeah yeah pritchard the uh the dicky hacker from the first game is is back to help you do something so and let's see dragon quest builders demo is out why haven't you played it
1: because uh, we haven't been home
0: it's a oh. ps4 demo there's a there's a video but it got pulled down apparently What the heck's up with that?
1: Hey, Super Dungeon Bros has a release date.
0: Oh yeah, bro! Bro, oh, this is your heavy metal thing, isn't it? Yes, Um, I had
1: a ton of fun playing this at Pax West. Please go check out the video. When's it coming out? Uh, November first. Okay, help out a bro. Go check out my video.
0: Do we need to play this? I think we do. Oh, okay. Maybe we'll. (laughs) I
2: I might need to check that out because I'm a a metalhead, so.
0: Anna, see if you can get a key, since it's the week after Extra Life for us. Yes. People playing regular Extra Life Day would be just in time, but not for us. Um, hey, Darkest... Darkest
1: Dungeon came out on the PSN.
0: Yep. That can be fun to play on stream. Uh, yeah, Super PlayStation
1: Robot... 4, PlayStation Vita.
0: Super Robot Wars is going to have a live stream on October 5th, which I put this story in here for Alice, who isn't here yet. Oh. No, we'll have to check. tell her later. Well, let's check in the, in the Skype. Is she around? Is she here yet? Nope. It's going to be
1: another 15 minutes at least.
0: Ooh. We're going to be done by the time she's here. Yep. Uh, Fire Emblem's getting some fancy art book. It's finally got a date. I, I think I want this. October 18th. It's the Fire Emblem Awakening art book, so they're apparently a game behind. <laughs> um, it can currently be pre-ordered. Is this, is this being imported? Or is this... No, this is coming out here. Who's doing this? It's not Udon, though. So I don't understand this. Why would this not be an Udon joint? They do all the other stuff like this. Who's making this? Doesn't say. Or for twenty five dollars, you can get it digitally. For twenty six forty eight, you can get it hardcover. Um, yeah, okay. I guess uh, yeah, that answers that. Get it hard Because what the heck? You want this?
1: I maybe.
0: Maybe I should add this to a Christmas list for you. Maybe. Maybe.
1: I mean, the uh, thing that interested lists. me about this when it came out in Japan is it has all of the support conversations listed in it. I don't know if they made the, the jump.
0: Mm. Move to gift idea list. Continue shopping. Uh, let's see. What else we got? Continue shopping. <laughs> That's what it says. <laughs> it's all about getting you to keep shopping. That's
1: it for our our, our heart Briefs.
0: Okay. Boxers. That means it's time for... Trailers! First off, we got a Metronomicon. Trailer. We have a Tyranny. Trailer. And Akiba's Beat. Boom boom, trailer. Uh, Criminal Girls 2. Trailer. And Neptune vs. Sega Hard Girls.
1: <laughs> blah, blah, trailer.
0: I don't... A, that title. Uh, the Amazing Fantastics. A uh, trailer? Yeah, I don't know. It's a, it's a trailer. It's an upcoming turn-based superhero RPG, so go check it out. you're into turn-based rpgs or superheroes or both all right
1: so we had a conversation last week we're on to feedback yep we had a conversation last week about um localization and how could the atlas staff miss something like diet text lines of dialogue and we had sort of an interesting conversation in the um forum thread And so I actually talked about something that I didn't talk about on the podcast, which is I QA'd a game earlier this year. No, I QA'd a game last year. Um, And I actually ran into this crazy bug. And it involved picking up an item, going across the entire in-game world, and talking to a very specific person.
0: Was it a garden gnome?
1: Uh, No, but it crashed the game. Oh, good for you. And it consistently crashed the game. Um, chances of someone doing that in the real game is pretty much slim to none. And so, if I had not done that very specific action while I was queuing and it was ridiculous that I did it in the first place, that would have been a bug that was never found. Good for you. So, um, and it's interesting because we also had a conversation in the rest of the thread, thanks, Seventh Circle, um, talking about the difference between um, QA testing in IT and QA testing in video games.
0: Hmm. And the yeah. Let's see. Uh, the, I think that that conversation got down to pointing down, pointing out how the people who are localizing don't have a lot of visibility into the code necessarily. No. And they're just doing a lot of poking around with what they can think to test. Right. And they don't know like where the things are knitted together necessarily. So they don't know what the weak points are, the things to try and break. Right. Um, that's kind of on the main developer to do that sort of testing.
1: And so we all kind of wrapped up the conversation that says the moral of this story is QA is an extremely underappreciated aspect of software development because the only time we get to recognize it is when there's a problem. So the next time you play a nicely bug free game, thanks and move your QA professional friends. And Cavalier jumped in the conversation and said, Spooky coincidence, just playing Persona 3 Portable. I'm at the sports event on August 8th. Today, my team told my teammates to root for me. I received a special drink and a line of Japanese text. I blame Chris.
0: Yeah, you're welcome. All right, and with that, we've got a voicemail. Let's do this. Uh... All right, let's see if this works.
3: Hello, RPG Cast. It is Donald, a.k.a. Shaman calling. I uh, just wanted to answer a couple of things here from the last show. First off, question of the week-wise, uh, I do use the wish list quite a bit on the PSN and Nintendo Network, actually, just as a way of checking and see if stuff that I care about is actually on sale this week. It uh, happens about once a week on PlayStation, once every couple of months on the Nintendo systems. I've actually wishlisted Yo-Kai Watch 2 and Sonic Boom right now just because I'm waiting for Amazon's Prime to re- my Prime to renew so I can get 20% off there. They finally brought that to Canada. Hooray. Uh, the other thing is I was one of the lucky ones who got Paper Mario Color Splash early before Nintendo yanked the preload down. Uh, so far, it's seeming pretty fun. Uh it's not an RPG in the least. You can't really grind because you have only a limited supply of items, obviously, just like in Sticker Star. But the dialogue's pretty snappy. It looks really good on the Wii U. Uh, you can actually turn off, do it without doing a lot of the touchscreen stuff. There is a little bit that's still required, but the battle system can all be done with A button and up. So it's pretty pretty simple battles. Uh I'm just a couple hours in, like I said, but it looks like it's going to be a fun game, and it's probably going to be pretty high on my all spite game of the year list. Thanks for your time. Have a good one, and Anna, look forward to working with you in a couple of weeks. Bye.
1: So, shout-out to Shaman, because he's doing a stream for charity in a couple of weeks, and I'm going to be joining him on Woo! it and talking about all things RPG.
0: Nice. Yay! What's his charity thing?
1: Um... Let's see if he gave me the official name.
0: What is his All Spice Game of the Year thing?
1: Um, I am not sure. Okay. <laughs> yeah, so they're doing a charity podcast uh, uh, on October 15th, and I don't remember what the charity is for. It's Nintendo Free Radio. You're Let's a terrible
0: it. person. Mm-hmm. You're not terrible. You no. just forget. She should know.
1: He didn't tell me. <laughs>
0: We're supposed to know. See, if you listen to their... Let's see. Did you say Nintendo Free Radio, by the way? Yep, NFR. Don't you mean Radio Free Nintendo? No. Because that's the name of their podcast, is Radio Free Nintendo.
1: He calls it NFR.
0: I thought it was NWR for Nintendo World Report. Or is it possible that there's two? Is there an NFR and an RFN?
1: Um there's his is nfr nintendo free radio i'm looking at my yeah so nintendo world report has multiple podcasts if that's what you're curious about
0: which one is he associated with nintendo free radio oh my gosh there is radio free nintendo and nintendo free radio this is great
1: too many free radios i know that's okay i hear video killed the radio star
0: that's true too Oh man, there is. There's totally Nintendo World Report's Radio Free Nintendo and uh, Nintendo Free Radio which is just its own thing, not associated with Nintendo World Report. Right? They're not associated with the site, Anna?
1: Um, they should be.
0: Oh. This is so confusing. It is a so. is. They're just trying to mess with us. I think that's what they're doing. They're trying to mess with us. Anyway, so I'm sitting here trying to figure out what this charity is, and uh, I haven't seen it yet, so Donald Mick's going to write in and tell us what the charity is, and we're going to plug it here, but until then, until then, we're going to talk about Extra Life, Anna, woo! All right, we're playing games for 24 hours, split up into two days of 12 hours apiece. On October 29th and 30th, that's coming up in just a few short weeks. Um, we're going to be doing it right here, twitch.tv slash rpgamer. And, of course, on the website, we'll link you to it, uh, rpgamer.com. If you go there right now, we got a big button up there. It's got Kirby on it because we love Kirby at RPGamer, even though he doesn't do any RPGs. Uh, so blame Noodle for that. And if you click that link with Kirby and an explosion and a, and a chocobo and a slime... Um, you can uh, you can go ahead and get linked through from there to our page, which is at extra-life.org/team/rpgamer. slash That's where all our teammates are, including Sam Marcello and anna Marie Privateer, my wife, and me, who's me, and um, who else is on there? We've got uh, Power Lord, Ross is on there and a couple other people. Let's 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 give them all shout outs right now because I like giving people shout outs and see if anyone else has joined uh yeah robert sinclair is on there too and sarah mcgar and power lord is not on there i i gave him credit and he's not on there so screw power lord and <laughs> say it with me no all right well the most important thing is that i've got the most money on there and you all suck Woo! no 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 one's gonna get behind me on that one that's right, because it's about the children, it's not about the money, it's not about who's in first, it's about helping heal the kids. So we're all playing for local hospitals, you can see which one each of us are playing for. I'm playing for Children's Hospital over in Milwaukee area, of um, Wisconsin. You can donate, and your money goes right to the hospitals directly, we don't take a single cent of it, and it helps to heal the kids and make the those those hospitals have better funding for continuing their research efforts and improving their children's wards and just making kids better. So you're helping kids deal with nasty illnesses that they shouldn't have to deal with. And it really sucks that they have to deal with. And, uh, the, the departments in those, in those hospitals do really cool things, um, to make uh, the quality of life better for the kids to improve research and find new experimental treatments to make kids have a chance that didn't used to have a chance. So you are contributing to that. So go put your money in that system and, uh, join us, cheer us on, uh, if you donate, you get priority on the stuff that we play. So uh, if you donate, go to the thread for Extra Life. It's linked off that same article with the Kirby button. And you can go ahead and tell me what you want me to play. And as long as I don't have to pay like a billion dollars to get a copy of it, I'm going to try and make it happen. So uh, with that, anything you want to plug for Extra Life, Anna? Give any mm-hmm. idea what you're playing? Not yet. Okay. So we'll try and come up with a, a better rundown list um in the in the weeks leading up to it until then, we just want to thank you so much to the people who've already donated uh If you haven't donated, I hope you will be consider to uh jump on board and help support us uh and If you don't have money, that's okay. you can support us in a bunch of other ways. Just plug it to your friends uh let people know that it's happening um go find one of your friends who's playing even if they're not playing for us go uh jump on uh the bandwagon and support your friend who's playing uh with Extra Life. It's a big, awesome event that we get to get together with the community once a year, and I'm really happy that they give that to us. Uh, So thank you, Extra Life Organizers, for organizing it, and we will play and enjoy the days with you coming up here in a few weeks. Until then, uh, it's time to look at our new release list and see what we might be playing come Extra Life time, um, or at least in just the next week until we get bored with the new games and want even more new games. Uh, So first up, on PlayStation 4... We have Origami, and Atari Flashback Classics, and Mafia 3, Rocksmith 2014 Edition Remastered, which I got to give them a lot of kudos for putting on a game that says 2014 on it in 2016. Um, That's that's pretty good. Shu, S-H-U for the PS4, Uh, Warhammer End Times Vermintide, which is a wave-based shooter uh, set in the Warhammer universe, and you're killing rats. Um, Wheels of Aurelia and WRC Six. Xbox One gets the Atari Flashback Classics One and Two, Mafia Three, Rocksmith 2014, Slain: Back from Hell looks like an Xbox One exclusive. They also get the Warhammer game, Wheels of Aurelia, and WRC Six. Over in the Wii U, we have a mix of stuff that already came out and a couple things that'll be coming out. Archery by Thornbury Software, Dreamals, Dream Quest. Paper Mario Color Splash kind of both came out and is coming out, depending on what you got on the deal where they accidentally unlocked some people's preloaded copies. Um, October 7th, if you didn't get in on that. Pikmin hit the eShop. Quest of Dungeons on the eShop. Soul Axiom on the eShop. And Wheels of Aurelia. Over on the 3DS, Azure Striker Gunvolt 2 hit the eShop. Ninja Usagimaru, the mysterious Karakuri Castle on the eShop. Quest of Dungeons on the eShop and Yokai Watch Two comes both retail and eShop. Anna, which version are you getting? For Yokai Watch Two,
1: I haven't decided yet. It's going on my my wish list. So you
0: don't want it on release? No. Okay. Over on the PC, they are getting Aragami, Atlas Reactor, Aqua Nimble, Be Glitched, Butcher, Caravan, Duke. Ru- Duke Grabowski, Mighty Swashbuckler, Five Nights at Freddy's, Sisters Location, Frog Climbers, Mafia 3, Masquerada, Songs and Shadows, Megateg Mansion Blanc v- plus Neptune vs. Zombies, <laughs> Nano Kami, The Two Princess Knights of Kyoto, Particle Fleet Emergence, Shu, The Silver Case, Sound Boxing, Super Dungeon Tactics, that's the one we tried to look at it at uh, at PAX, but it didn't go so well, if you remember, Anna. Uh, that's the video game kind of based off Super Dungeon Explorer, which I think is a great little board game. Well, actually, I don't know if the board game's that great, but I love all the art and the, and the pieces and stuff, so I'm hoping Super Dungeon Tactics ends up being all right. So that's coming out this week. Syndrome, Trouble Witch's Origin, Episode 1, Daughters of Amalgam, Xeno Raid. Warhammer End Times Vermintide which I think has been out on PC for a while so it might just be coming out of early access and WRC 6 and with that I have to ask my ladies who are on the podcast with me what will you be playing this week Kelly
2: more Dragon Quest possibly more WoW and if I get too bored with Webmo I might do more Starbound because I've been digging that lately
0: literally digging on that because you have to get yeah. resources okay cool yeah <laughs> Marie, what are you gonna play
1: um i'm gonna steal your 3ds and finish phoenix right
0: you're gonna I'll... sell my 3ds i'm gonna steal oh wait don't steal my 3ds either <laughs> i'll give it back when oh. i'm done and i'm going to play more deus ex i think No, I'm trying to get through the first game. So uh, remember, I'm just, I'm literally hacking the game and I'm hacking to hack the game. It's, it's, it's meta hacking. And uh, then I'm going to play the second game legit. And there will be so many emails read, Anna. I'm going to tell you about all the emails I read. Okay. In fact, I will stop. I will start shouting across the house, the email contents that I start reading just for you. Won't you like that? We'll see. (laughs) Do we have a question of the week for folks? Um. Nope. All hmm. right. <laughs> That's fine. No, uh, I
1: feel like we should have one.
0: Um, well, but we don't. Ha-
1: no, no, no. We do have one. If you could play Dragon Quest X localized on any system, which one would you prefer?
0: Do you notice that nobody actually answers the questions of the week?
1: Um, we had a long conversation about the question of the week on the forums and someone called in
0: the question of the week last week was not that question
1: it was what do you have on your wish list
0: yeah and And you know what we talked about in the thread the localization right (laughs) so we didn't talk about the question of the week at all
1: (laughs) but it was good to have that conversation
0: (laughs) but my point isn't okay we got a call yes we got a call but not about wish lists
1: yes we did was he talked really? about the fact that he uses his wish lists on 3DS oh, yeah. and BSN to watch for sale stuff.
0: Alright, so if you're... What's the question of the week now?
1: If you could play...
0: If... Alright, I I'm to write them. If you could play... Dragon Quest 10. Q10 on any system, which, which one? would it be? Yes. Alright. First of all, I would take any system. <laughs> <laughs> I'll go from there. Um, but yeah. Let people know. Uh, you can let us know at six oh eight seven two nine four zero nine eight. That's the phone number. And of course, you can write into the email address, podcast dot where maybe Anna Marie will read that email and put it into the show notes. She's not committing. You can see her being quiet over there. Yeah. Oh, email. Oh, email. And of course, the for- the show forum is consistently the best place to put your stuff. That's over at podcast. Dot- That's over at com. Go to the latest update section. Go to the show. Um, between that and the voicemail and the email address you, this show is about your feedback well no it's not really um this photo show but should we be. we will your
1: have a feedback show at some point yeah,
0: i would actually love to have a just an all feedback show it'd be so great we should start stockpiling messages or go back like three years and just start answering feedback from back then <laughs> what? just why not is that no is that we'll, desperate
1: we'll, we'll do a call out <laughs> for an actual feedback show all right fine
0: Ah, thanks everybody for listening. We are streaming live at noon, 9 a.m. Pacific, noon Eastern at twitch.tv harpygamer. We,
1: we did have
0: feedback in the email. Well, what is it? Um, Give them a shout out right now. Thanks uh, to. I
1: don't know how to. What's the message? Um, hey everyone, I've been listening to the podcast for a while and hanging out on Twitter. Um, thanks for an awesome show. It's fun to listen to. Um, question of the week, I think as Kingdom Hearts is being delayed, Xenoblade Chronicles for the new 3DS and Last Guardian might be on my Christmas wish list. An ED, a 3DS eShop card wouldn't be bad either. I'm also going to answer the week before since I was on vacation. <laughs> I've been playing I Am Setsuna right now because I really want my PS4 plate clean before Final Fantasy XV. It's nice even though it's not perfect. I'm really enjoying it. Do you ever feel that you have a way to finish your big backlog? I think I'm at 400. Oops. Um, Otherwise, I'm busy playing Final Fantasy IX, Dragon Quest IV, Bravely Default, and Final Fantasy Tactics War of the Lion. I'm guilty of playing way too many games at a time.
0: Yeah, I know that playing all that many games at a time is not how you finish a backlog, because then you finish nothing. Yep. Um, I also know that once you're at a certain point, that you can't finish a backlog. And trying to finish a backlog just makes you more stressed about gaming than you should be, and then you don't enjoy anything that you're doing. So I think my advice on finishing a backlog is to stop trying to finish a backlog, and instead stop the bleeding. Reduce how many games you're getting in. And start just playing some games to completion, or until what you are done with them, and then moving on and feeling okay about it. Um, and that way, you're—it's about playing games and having fun again, and you're not about collecting everything and trying to get through this giant work list, which is not—that's not fun. That's not good for you. I don't know. That's my advice. What do you say, Anna?
1: Um. Yeah, I tend to. I tend to kind of narrow in on a game and play it until I finish it. So I tend to try to minimize how many games that I am playing at a time. So, yeah, that's my advice. And at the same time, I have also, in the last couple of years, started to say, Hey, this game sucks, and I'm just not going to play it anymore. I've kind of given myself permission. Sorry, Kelly, I've kind of given myself permission to to stop playing a game if I don't enjoy it. Your turn, Kelly. Sorry for cutting you off again.
2: No, sorry. I keep thinking that you're done. I've I've had unusual gaming ADD this year, and that I have jumped around a lot. And I don't know why that is. I usually kind of commit myself to one game and commit myself to finishing it, but there's been so much coming out this year and, you know, wanting to participate in JRP, JRPG July and Wanting to have stuff to talk about on the show, I just I haven't been finishing as much stuff as I normally do.
1: By the way, that um, email was from um, Winter is his name on Twitter, and I think it's Disa, but I suspect that I have horribly mangled that, and he's going to be laughing and and correcting me on Twitter hopefully. So he is from.
0: Is that Norway. The... Oh, he's in the chat room right now. Yes. Okay, cool. Um, let's see. In the chat room, also a suggestion is uh, from Griffin33. Considering your backlog is a library, pick and choose what you want to play when you want to play it. Uh, Tig says, that's also what I do, and I'm trying not to buy new games unless there's some very specific reason to want to play it. Um, so there you go. Yeah,
1: I broke my rule a little bit over the last month, because yeah. I was in the process of playing Phoenix Wright, and I got both SMT4 Apocalypse and Dragon Quest Seven. And you're
0: getting Criminal Girls.
1: Yes. Although I'm kind of glad that got delayed. Yeah. So... <laughs> I am the one person in the world who was actually glad that got delayed. I'm
0: always happy at game delays because, again, it helps deal with this backlog issue. (laughs) So,
1: also, we got a letter from Bento, but I'm going to save it till next week because it's going to be a fairly long conversation. Okay. And we probably want some input from a reviewer like, say, Alex. Okay, cool. So, Bento, we got your question. Don't panic. It's going to be answered.
0: All right, so send your questions to podcast, 608 729 4098, or of course the forums. And thanks everybody for watching. We are going to catch you next week. Um, until then, thank you very much for being on. Thank you, Kelly and Anna Marie. And we'll talk to you next time. Bye, everybody. Click, click. Bye bye. Click, click. Boom. Boom.